Welcome to the Vu Church Podcast. Today, Pastor Rich Wilkerson Jr. shares where we believe God is leading us in 2023 in this special Vision Sunday message thus far. As we look ahead, we're reminded of God's past faithfulness. We know this to be true. The greatest predictor of God's future provision is his past performance. To learn how you can accelerate the vision Pastor Rich is about to share, visit bootchurch.com slash vision. Now let's lean into the message together. Every year we have a Vision Sunday. Habakkuk says, write the vision, make it plain for the people. Why? Because without a vision, people perish. And speed is not what we're after. Direction is what we're after. When we set our intention, our intention leads us in the steps that we should go. And so today, I'm going to make it as plain as I possibly can. First Samuel chapter 7, I gave this at our seven-year anniversary. Then Samuel took a stone. Someone say, took a stone uh, and set it up between Mizpah and Shen. He named it Ebenezer. And Ebenezer, by definition, means rock of help. It's what we just sang about. Jesus is the rock of help. Saying, thus far, the Lord has helped us. So the Philistines were subdued and did not invade Israelite territory again. Throughout Samuel's lifetime, the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines. On our anniversary Sunday, I didn't really lean into this last verse, but I love this last verse, throughout Samuel's lifetime. When we're giving vision here, it's not just about a 12-month period. It's about the lifetime of this church, that God, we need your favor, we need your hand on our church, but we need it on our lives. Anybody today, do you want God's hand on your life? I want God's hand on my marriage, God's hand on my kids, God's hand on your business. We want his hand on our life, that he would protect us and carry us. Today, I wanna preach from the subject, thus far, thus far. This really is the phrase that the Lord spoke to me this summer as I was coming up going, God, what is it you want me to tell the church as we step into our eighth year of ministry, as we step into the eighth year of this church? And he directed my attention to this little passage in the book of Samuel, where Samuel is recovering the ark from the Philistines. And as they're recovering the ark, what he does is he takes a stone It's a memorial stone. You'll see this all throughout the Bible. And he sets a visual aid. He puts a reminder in the ground that all the people and all the generations to follow, that they would be able to look back at that stone and they would recognize that God is faithful. And if you're gonna move forward, you have to remember that we serve a God who says, you can only please me by faith. The only way that we can fulfill the calling God has given our church is not by our flesh, it's not by our might, it's not by our power, it's by the Spirit of God when you and I operate in faith. And friends, where we stand today, the last seven years, is a story of God's faithfulness, a story of God's providence. Even right now, if you're here at Soma, you are standing and sitting in a miracle. This building is a miracle. We didn't go and find it. God brought it to us. And I'm telling you what, the faithfulness of God has marked every year of this church. 
But I don't know about you, but I don't believe God is done. I don't believe God has brought us to this place just to stop and be right here and just go, well, that's it, we're good. No, I sense him drawing us into the unknown once again. It's always in the unknown that God makes himself known. And if we got here by faith, I'm telling you the next seven years, it's gonna require faith again. For the next few weeks in our church, I'm gonna challenge your faith. What is faith? Faith is the absence of sense. Now faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse one, is being sure of what we hope for. Think about how silly that sentence sounds. I'm sure of what I hope for. Certain of what we cannot see. Meaning faith removes all five of your senses. If you can smell it, it's not faith. If you can taste it, it's not faith. If you can hear it, it's not faith. If you can touch it, it's not faith. And if you can see it, It's not faith. We don't walk by sight. Come on, somebody. We walk by faith. Anybody got some faith in your heart today? Anybody got some faith in your soul today? Anybody believe that God has a big plan for our church? We didn't start this church to be a big church. We started this church to make a difference in the community. We wanted to be a lighthouse in the midst of darkness. We wanted to be a church on mission all the years of our life that we would invade the night with the light of Jesus. So if you're looking for a church just to sit back and relax and say, we made it, that's not this house. We're not saying we made it. We're saying, God, what are you calling to us to do now? And what I just believe, and this is what I'm working with today, I'm believing that over the next four weeks, we're gonna make more and more sense out of this. It's simply this truth. The greatest predictor of God's future provision is his past performance. So I just gotta look back. Friend, you might not be where you wanna be, but you have to learn how to thank God for the very fact that you are not where you used to be. We could pass a microphone down every row there at the city, every row in Somi, and there are stories of transformation. There are stories of miracles. Why? Because our God is always moving us forward from glory to glory, strength to strength, blessing to blessing. He is leading us somewhere. And all I gotta do is look back on all that he's done in my life and realize I might be afraid of the future, but it's his past performance that is the predictor that man, there is provision waiting for us. Let's operate in faith. Let's operate in faith. And today in many ways is a Sunday that's really designed for the people of our house. Lots of people watching online every week. Tens of thousands of people join our VU friends and family and they watch on YouTube or listen to the podcast. We're so glad that you're leaning in today. Maybe even some of you that are listening right now, God's gonna speak to you over the next four weeks and you're gonna participate in our faith exercise, which is called our Bricklayers Offering. But today, this is almost like um, a state of the union. This is almost like the one day of the year that we bring the whole church around and you just hear what's happening in our church and what's in our heart. And then you in the audience, you watching, you get to decide the pace at which we fulfill all of this vision. There's never ever been a lack of vision at VU Church, but you get to decide Do I want to accelerate the vision? Do we want to accomplish this in one year, two years, three years? We're going to wait 10 years? It's going to happen, but the question is, will we operate in faith? And so this year, there's three major categories that we're going to look at. The categories are missional, 
formational, and foundational. So let's just look for a moment on this area called missional. When we started this church seven years ago, we've always wanted to be a church that's committed to our local community, but also make an impact in the global community. We do this lots of different ways. One of the most practical ways is just what we did even yesterday. Yesterday, we had our I Love My City Outreach Day. Come on, let's thank God for it. It was remarkable. 1,200 people showed up, but this isn't like just kind of one event that we do. This is the pattern and the culture of our house that every month, the last Saturday of the month, we come and we serve our city. Uh, Yesterday, we gave away turkeys. Uh, We met people's physical needs. Uh, We have fun while we do it. Yesterday, they threw a a, a VooBowl football thing, 16 different teams. Most of the people playing it don't even go to Voo Church, but we use it as an opportunity to love on our city. Come on. How many believe that when we love on our city, when we serve our city, that's our responsibility. It's God's job to change the city. It was just an awesome, awesome day. Thank you to everyone who served. Hundreds of you served. But it's not just a once a month thing. It's something that we're committed to every week. Uh, Last year around this time, we're really excited because we got to launch our prison care. In fact, even right now, we've got a whole bunch of gentlemen that are watching by way of technology at the Everglades Correctional Institution. Let's make some noise for those guys as well. We love these guys. And I got to come and preach in person a couple months back. I'm actually getting ready for a baptism that's coming up, also doing another event in December in person. But these guys, just so we understand, they are the other location of our church. That's not just some kind of like offshoot thing. These guys are in our community. They're participating every week. When I walked in, they're like, Pastor Rich, man, they know the collections that we're in. They're being discipled. They are being reached because of your generosity. I think it's a really, really big deal. And we've seen now 156 people in the prison give their life to Jesus. Can we just thank God for that? Pretty awesome. 203 men, uh, they participate weekly. Uh, Wednesday nights, we're there. Uh, Our team is in there. And then on Thursdays, they also do cruise, which is more of a Bible study format. So Wednesday and Thursday, every week, we've got VU Church team in the prisons. Shout out to the entire prison care team. We're so thankful for you. Um, Yeah, come on. We're going to do a lot of clapping today. So just get ready. (laughs) Uh, A couple years ago, we really started articulating our heart for foster care. I think this is really, really important. In fact, even in my heart with Don Cherie, we went on a journey of infertility. And in all that entire space, I just realized how there's so many children and so many kids, so many parents want biological kids. That's beautiful. I I love our our children. But if you read the, the gospel, all of us that are Gentiles were adopted, praise God, into the family. And there's so many boys and girls right now that don't have a mom or a dad. And as a church, we don't want to just... Uh, look at that problem and not do anything about it. We can't do everything, but we can do something. And so every year now we've been giving money, but we also come around families. Right now, there's 24 different foster families uh, under our care that we're meeting their needs, helping with groceries on a weekly basis. Yeah, we can thank God for that. This is really cool. Every week there's a crew that takes place at his house. 26 foster teens are weekly at his house in a small group of VU crew. Thank God for that. Every month, 50 foster kids uh, a month are at our His House outreach as we participate with I Love My City. We're meeting needs because of your generosity. 
um, it's, it's not just that. Uh, missionally wise, we actually are really excited because we don't just go and do things physically. We actually put our money where our mouth is. This year, 2022 alone, we are projected to give away in cash $1.1 million in outreach. That's you guys. The reason why is because since the day we've started 10% of all income that comes to Voo Church, we tithe as a church. Now this doesn't, there's no passage in the Bible that says churches are supposed to tithe, but we've just taken it as a conviction to say, if you're gonna tithe and if I'm gonna tithe, what would happen if as a church collectively, if we decided to operate our church on 90% of the income? Let me just tell you, God has met every one of our needs. Since we've launched, we've now given away 4.9, almost $5 million in the last seven years. I need you to lose your mind for that. Come on, help me out, Stomi. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. This is, this is one of those things that makes Boo a little different from other people. We're not coming at it. Just, we, have a, we say generosity is our privilege. That's not something we put on the wall. It's something that we're trying to adopt and live out as a church. Um, but it's not just that. One of the, the biggest outreach things that we do as a year is uh, what we have formerly for the last 10, 12 years called VU Conference. But this year, God placed it on my heart to rename it. And we're moving VU Conference to what we're now calling VUCon. And um, VUCon is moving from a conference to a convention. Just last year alone, we had 22 different countries represented in 2022. 669 total churches represented in 2022. Watch this, 4,939 people who were registered last year for VU Conference. And so we're moving conference to what we now call VUCon. And today, tickets are going on sale uh, uh, here uh, on Vision Sunday. It is gonna be incredible. We've already confirmed Tim Ross, uh, Naomi Rain, uh, Stephanie E.K. So, yeah, come on, we can thank God for all of them. The dates that you would just mark it on your calendar are June 15th through the 18th, 2023. Uh, it's happening again at the University of Miami at the Watsco Arena. Uh, this entire convention is more than a meeting. That's the language we're using. It's a new iteration. Uh, we think that this is our opportunity as a church to celebrate the global church. It's all about encountering God, equipping the church, and empowering next generation leaders. And I think anyone who calls Voo Church home needs to be at this event. Not only are you gonna receive so much, but we're also gonna get to serve the global church. So you that are here today, watching online, put it on your calendar, but get registered. I think today it's $119. It's pretty cheap for three days of content. So many special guests come in. It's really like our big family reunion. And uh, we want you to be there as we give towards the offering today. So much of the offering, once, once again, it empowers us to accelerate vision. This is a big part of the vision of our church. But it's not just the missional category that we're looking at today. We're also looking at this category called formational. Everyone say formational. This is a big word that we've been leaning into as a church and as a team, as we look out across the landscape of the American church, we're seeing at record numbers right now, biblical literacy dropping. Uh, we're seeing people deconstruct in their faith. And a lot of it is because this word discipleship is missing. And so it's not just about getting saved, it's about becoming a disciple. And the way that we do that as a church is we invest in different areas that help supplement and help grow your faith. One of the biggest areas that we're doing is in our VU worship. How many of y'all love VU worship? Can we celebrate these guys? I'm, I'm so proud of these guys. I, just, I want you to know some of this because this is kind of amazing. 
monthly listeners to VU Worship on Spotify, Apple Music, 302,000 monthly average listeners. Can we just, what are we talking about? This past year, last year, you gave to help us put a new album out. How many of y'all loved I Met Jesus in Miami? Since we launched that in June, 1.3 million streams have happened for I Met Jesus in Miami. And I think this is really cool. Global streams so far for all of our records, 13 million streams happening for VU Worship. I have a vision for our, the sound of VU Church, that it wouldn't just it wouldn't just empower our local congregation, but God is raising up worshipers across the nation. And I believe he's using our house to bring a sound into the world that we would worship. And as we worship, God's presence would fill places. And I'm just proud of our team. We're gonna keep resourcing these guys. Today on Vision Sunday, they wrote an original song, Rock of Help for this day. And they continue to teach, I believe, theology and doctrine through the use of melody, rhythm, and tempo. And I'm proud of them. Um, Two years ago, or I should say three years ago, 2019, one of the areas that we brought to you as a church that you gave towards was what we called the VU Friends and Family Network. Uh, VU Friends and Family is a website, but also a team behind it that exists to resource the global church. Everything we do at VU Church, we give it away for free. VU Friends and Family takes all the content from how we do a team night on Wednesdays to how we do a crew leader training to how we talk to our donor community. Anything that we've learned, we just give it away for free. And it's really amazing because since we've launched that, we now have 154 countries represented in the VU Friends and Family Network. 1,728 churches are represented. This is the best thing. We now have 7,234 members in the VU Friends and Family Network. Now, what I want you to see is this is free for everybody, but it's not free for us. (laughs) We give towards this to make sure that this happens so that we can give away and help the church. And I just wanna thank you for being the most generous church in the world. There's so many people that until we get to heaven, you'll never know the impact that you made in their lives. We are impacting not just individuals, but churches. Thousands and thousands of people for the work that we're doing here locally. One of the areas that's happening as soon as this next month, for the first time ever, we are launching in December, right before the end of the year, what we're calling VU Prep. And uh, for the last few years, Our staff, our pastoral team has been training with North Central University. It's a Bible college in Minneapolis, Minnesota. They've been coming in, doing deep graduate level work with our team. Um, Even some of our pastors here on staff got saved at this church and now have been equipped and they're becoming pastors here. But you need training to be in the ministry. And I think all of us, like, you know, if you want to build a house, you need the right tools in your tool belt. And many times as you step into leadership, you need new tools. And I talk to so many people in the courtyard or after church, so many of you, man, God is on the inside of you and you're growing and you're developing and you love this house, but you wanna go even deeper. You wanna learn even more. That's why I'm really excited that we're launching VU Prep. What VU Prep is gonna be is in December, December 12th and 13th, we're holding it at our design district location. We are offering a two-day crash course 
graduate level work with professors and the, and the president of North Central University coming to our design district location. It's a small fee of $50. I think there's about 200 spots available for this event. It's powered by VU friends and family. So we're gonna open it up to other pastors locally here, but we wanna make sure that you know about it first. And it's two nights in a row, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's a Monday, Tuesday. We're gonna do graduate level work with people in our house, believing that as you get equipped, that you're gonna become a better leader and you're gonna make a bigger difference for the kingdom of God. Do you believe it today? So, so there's, 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 there's missional, there's formational, but this third category is this category called foundational. Everyone say foundational. foundational. And I like this because at VU Church, we've always had this little phrase, first things first. And as you launch a church, what you'll find out is that everybody's got some kind of need. I remember when we first started our church, people would come up to me and say, Pastor Rich, when are we launching a youth ministry? And it's like, we're gonna get there, but first things first. Yeah. I remember when we first launched four or five years, Pastor Rich, when are we gonna have a men's meeting? We're gonna get there, but it's first things first. There's so many things that have to happen. We're not into starting things at Voo Church, we're into sustaining things. Well, that's a big deal right there. I don't wanna just start something, I want to sustain it. I don't wanna just say foster care and then just get out of the story. I want to sustain it. And so those of you that are called to this house, you're going on a journey with us. And every year we offer new ministries and new things, but there's some things that are foundational that should never, ever change. Uh, if we're gonna be a church, we have to continue to gather. We have to open these doors week in and week out. We have to build teams. We have to launch VU crews. We have to continue to raise up leaders that we might make a difference. And so I just wanna talk about some of the foundational areas. You know, our church is not just two brick and mortar locations, but it's people really all over the world. When we launched this church, we didn't know the impact that God uh, would do through us. So it just, that wasn't really in our cards, but man, the whole digital space has expanded and grown so much, especially from 2020. And I just want you to see some of this stuff because we have different YouTube channels, which in many ways are like a TV network at this point. Um, we're, we're constantly growing organizationally, learning how to do this, that we might resource these other spaces. For instance, we launched this past summer our VU Friends and Family YouTube page. This is supplementary content. This might be, uh, I spoke to our crew leaders uh, a couple weeks ago at a crew catch-up. This is kind of dense, specific leadership training. Rather than just give that talk to the 300 leaders that were there, we also now have a space that we are giving this to other churches that they might learn. Pastors going, how do I train my leaders? And we're just giving it away. We're kind of, my motto is kind of like, um, learn as we lead. Like, let's learn together. You know, we don't know what we're doing all the way, but we'll just share what we've done. And some of it works, some of it doesn't work. But since we've launched, we now have 11,500 VU friends and family YouTube subscribers. VU Worship, this is crazy, 106,000 subscribers on YouTube. This one's wild. On VU Church alone, 246,000 YouTube subscribers that check in to church every week. Come on, can we give everyone online right now a big round of applause? You're a part of this house. You're a massive, massive part of this church. And at our church, we think it's foundational. The people are everything. Uh, this whole season in our church as we kind of come into this year-end giving, it's not about just building buildings, it's about building people. And I'm so proud of our church as we continue to find our footing after the pandemic. In 2022 alone, we now, we've seen 733 brand new people start serving at VU Church. Let's thank God for that. 
We now have a servant leader base this year of 1,507 servant leaders. Let's really give God some praise. Thank you for leading. But our church is not just about doing tasks, it's about building community. We now have 308 VU crew leaders. These are the pastors of our church. Make some noise for your crew. How great is this? 3,889 people this year, unique people who've gone to crew. I think it's awesome. Jesus said, go out into the world and make disciples. He didn't say go out into the world and be a good disciple. He said, go and make disciples. So it's a leadership call. What am I making with my life? And what does he say? He doesn't say go out and make, have people make decisions to follow me. Make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we take water baptism very serious because it was a command from Jesus. And this year alone, we have baptized 510 people. Friends, I need you to lose your mind a little bit because I know churches who've gone for seven years who haven't baptized that many people. And it's not because we're so great, it's because of the goodness and the faithfulness of God. Since we've launched, we've now water baptized 2,617 people. Let's give God praise. Here comes the really exciting numbers. Uh, This year alone, we've seen 1,670 people give their life to Jesus. Come on, the best number, 17,428 people have given their life to Jesus since we started this church. Come on, somebody, that's worth investing into. That's worth giving to. We are grateful, we are grateful, we are grateful. As you give financially, I cannot tell you that that money will get you to heaven. What I can tell you is you give financially, it's gonna get somebody else to heaven. Because as we sow, the ministry continues to go forth. And I'm telling you what, this is good soil. This is good ground. 17,000 people have filled out a salvation card since we launched out of our apartment seven years ago. Thus far, the Lord has helped us. Thus far, the Lord has been faithful. But we're excited because we sense him drawing us into the future. And some foundational things that we would start talking about here is as we step into 2023, God's put some big dreams in our heart. And today we're, we're announcing some of the boldest vision yet. Um, the first thing that's taking place is that many of you know in 2020, we purchased a property in the design district. In fact, you crazy, radical, generous people in a four-week notice gave $2.5 million that we might put down cash. Come on, I need you to all, listen. Listen, we're going, we're, going, we're going to say some big stuff here. And so you just got to get loose with it. You just got to get loose with it. Some of you are like, I've never been to church like this. They're talking. Yeah, we're just going to talk about it because this is what it requires. It's not just prayer. It's prayer. And then someone has to open up their checkbook and say, I'm on board. And, 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 and there's generous people in this house. And we purchased a property in the design district that at first we just thought it was going to be everything. But as soon as we purchased that, this place called us and said, hey, we're in need. We need to sell this property. Are you guys open? And we're like, yes, we're open. We have no place to gather our church. And before you know it, within a four-month period, we had purchased two properties of our own. And um, Design District was incredible. Last year, we used it as a city location until we were able to launch our iTech location. By the way, last year, uh, in 2020, you gave 2.4, 2.5. Last year, you gave right around the same. Uh, we took $900,000 of that and we relaunched into iTech. It costs a whole lot of money to get the production, to get all the spaces. And um, iTech has been going incredible. That's what our city location is. But we've got this property in the design district just sitting there. 
and we've got a whole lot of vision for it. I don't want to freak you out right now, but we're going to, I won't freak you out right now because we've got to do one thing at a time, but there's so much vision for it. And uh, the Lord spoke to me and said, Rich, um, don't wait till you get your construction going there. Uh, don't put the cart in front of the horse. Just start building a church there. And so in January, someone say January. We are reopening the design district location as our third location. Come on, somebody. We're gonna start gathering every Sunday. We're gonna start building community, raising up leaders. We think it's a great space. We can put about 200 people there. It's a little bit of a different experience than all of our other locations. It's just down the street really from iTech, but we just sense it's gonna grab some other people. We wanna be good stewards of it. We got big vision for the property, but man, we'll get there in time. Let's just start building people. People are the heartbeat of our house. It's not on the slide because we're not, they don't want me to, but we're also, it's not just three locations. There's a fourth location most likely happening in 2023 uh, going west. Uh, we just have really great conversation with the school west about 25 minutes of here. I won't tell you the school right now because I don't want to be held liable, but um, we're hoping either by Easter or in the fall, we're launching a fourth location. So we're going to take money for that. Yeah, come on. We're, 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 just, we're going for it. We're going for it. We're going for it. Go out into all the work. We're putting, we're putting stakes in the ground. So we're, we're coming west. We're coming west. Let them know. But, 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 but that's all. That's fun. That's fun. Now I got 11 minutes. I got to hurry up. Because the whole conversation was about this thing. Um, today, I'm going to show you what is the boldest vision yet. And um, this past week, we gathered our bricklayer community. We had two different nights, close to 400 bricklayers that came in, and we challenged them first. And now we're bringing it to the church and there's really no uh, secret. We're just, we're gonna start heading in this direction. The Lord's speaking to us. A lot of things have gotta happen for this to happen, but we just want you in prayer and we wanna start giving towards this. Uh, if you go to our South Miami location last year, we made an emphasis to give money towards the city and the city, trust me, we ain't forgetting about you. We love you. We're gonna, we're gonna build something great in the city, but we just gotta go with where the Lord's leading us. Our South Miami location um, is just exploding and uh, God bless it. If you come to our early service, I know it's pouring down rain, but the facilities here are old. We're thankful for it. Um, if you are here at South Miami today, you walked through uh, the flood and you're like, where's the ark? Um, it's, it's literally like, you have to really love this place to come. And um, yeah, <laughs> right? You gotta really love it. Um, I really like my church. Um, but every week in the 10 a.m., especially, we, we see almost 200 people sit in the additional seating, which is kind of funny because at 12 p.m., I know I don't preach here live, but everything else in this room, including air conditioning, is live. Um, but, but the place is just overflowing with people. And so um, we've been praying and we've been asking God. And so this year, uh, we are announcing that we have plans and we want to start moving towards building out a brand new South Miami location. Do y'all want to see it? This is a picture of what we hope to build. This is from sunset looking at it. And uh, how many of y'all would like to go inside and just see a few things we're trying to do? All right. Let's, let's go inside Somi for a moment. This is 74,000 square feet of brand new property that we're building. One of the things that makes this really special is you'll notice our old auditorium, the one we're in right now, the whole 
breakthrough here is that we're believing that we can stay in this room as we build this out in a three-phase plan, meaning that we don't have to go move. We got almost 2,500 people showing up here every Sunday. So we can kind of grow with it. Um, last year, one of the things you gave towards was our parking lot, which will be part of the first phase of this. What you'll see is this is expanding onto the three acres and we'll have close to 400 parking stalls, which is a big, huge breakthrough for us. Um, over here is the kids space. This is really, really beautiful. Yeah. I'm gonna just get ready. For the next four weeks, I'm coming hard at the kids spaces. Research tells us right now that people who follow Jesus, uh, 85% of them do so before the age of 18. What does that mean for us practically? That means that our dollars, our leaders, our time, our energy, we must be investing in the next generation. It's not about what God's done in my life. It's about what God's gonna do in the next generation. I don't know if you saw it, but that was a fish tank up in that thing, yo. We put in a fish tank up in Vu Kids because um, we want to design a place that's excellent, that's beautiful, that your kids want to go to. Uh, I've got little kids. I want my kids to love God's house. And this is clean. This is awesome. This top floor is where our legend space is. This is an auditorium for them on the top floor also is a place for them to gather in Vu Cruise. Um, on this bottom floor, this is really cool. This is where heroes and dreamers will be gathering. There's eight different spaces. Um, yeah, we can clap throughout it. It's really great. Um, what we're finding out is that we can, we can have almost 350 VU kids at one time in our brand new kids space, friends. This is amazing. What I want you to pay attention to is you'll notice that there are no right angles in any of the classrooms. Why? Because we're not gonna box your kids in at VU Church. We believe your kids are creative geniuses and when they come to God's house, they should be inspired to become all that God's called them to be. We're making our way into the auditorium, ladies and gentlemen, a thousand seat auditorium, state of the art. Come on, somebody. You got some leg room, got some wiggle room. Come on, this is gonna be our broadcast location where the message is gonna go forth. Can you see it? <laughs> it's gonna be incredible. We got a resource corner, we got a cafe. All of this is because church is a community. And we believe that we want to do something beautiful for the generations to come, but we want to continue to get the message to go forward. This will be the first of all of our building projects, but I think God is going to meet our needs. And today, as we talk about vision, which I'm going to talk about for the next few weeks, I'm going to preach, I promise you, today's kind of a meeting, next few weeks, bring your friends, I'm going to preach, it's going to be encouraging. But I love what Thomas Edison said, the great inventor, he said it this way, he said, vision without execution is hallucination. Meaning, it's not just about having a bold vision. It means that you get the vision and then you've got to go to work. Otherwise, it's just a hallucination. Thomas Edison was famous for walking out of his office and telling everyone, I'm going to go and invent this. Before he had a plan of how to do it, then he would go into his office and he wouldn't leave until he came out with a way to do it. And in many ways today, there's a level of that, that I'm not up here having all of the details for every part of this project put together, but I'm sort of stepping out in faith, going, I believe as I step out in faith, there's gonna be people in our house that are gonna rise in faith, that we don't just start stuff, but we execute and we get things done. And so you say, well, Rich, how are we gonna, how are we gonna do this? Like, what's this thing, like, 
that's cool, man. I'm like clapping and like, I've been waiting for this, bro. Honestly, I've been here. I was back in the rescue mission. I just, I've been waiting for like no rain to fall on me while I'm in church. And well, it, it's going to take a whole lot. Um, this project's anywhere from 20 to $30 million. And um, I say it that way because it's like, before you can take down Goliath, you got to fight the bear. You got to fight the lion. And I don't want to be intimidated by 20 or $30 million. I want us to have vision for $100 million or $200 million. I want to see us touch the world for Jesus. And so the good news, here's the good news. The good news is we have the money. It's just in your bank account. Come on, somebody. What what'd you think you were coming to today? We got it. We got it. You got it. We got it. Today, we didn't receive the offering because I wanted to talk about it. And that is December 11th is our bricklayer's offering. And I'm talking to you about traditions of our house, tree lighting, but this is one of the greatest traditions that we would just end the year in what we call a faith exercise. And I want to be really, really clear because I want to make sure that the culture is right as we talk about this. Every year, we end our year with a year-end offering. And yes, this one is gonna go towards expanding this vision, towards helping us begin to raise the money on this great facility. But man, we're not really giving towards buildings. We're not really giving towards new ministries. We're giving to say, God, thank you that you brought me through another year. Thank you for your faithfulness. And God, as I step into the next year, I don't wanna coast, I don't wanna be complacent. I wanna live outside of my comfort zone knowing that it's my faith that brings you pleasure. And so Lord, I wanna end this year bringing you a lavish, generous gift. At Voo Church, we don't talk a whole lot about money, but around this time, we just start challenging people. Rich, how much do you need me to give? I'm not gonna give you an amount to give. What I'm always gonna do is I'm gonna challenge you to ask God what you should give. Because God wants to build this church more than I want to. And God's not afraid. God owns it all. But God loves, he loves to collaborate with his people. To many of you, he's saying, trust me. Watch me meet your needs. Watch me, watch me show up in your life. You can't outgive me. The last two years, we've given right around two and a half million dollars in our offerings and it's helped us set up the year. We were able to launch iTech. It's so much of our next year gets set up because of this offering. But I'm just telling you right now, we're gonna have to raise a whole lot more than two and a half million dollars to begin this project. And so what does that mean? That means some of you, you need to give more than what you gave last year. Some of you, you challenged yourself last year. This is the year to challenge yourself. I know for Don, Cherie and I, this is gonna be the biggest offer. I said it last year, but God's been faithful to us. We're gonna give the largest offer. And I don't say this to brag. I say this because I'm in community with you. We believe in this place. We believe in you. We believe that God wants to do something in and through Voo Church. And it's our faith that we bring him. It's our faith that we bring him. And I close this way today. I was talking to our staff about this idea of thus far, thus far, thus far, thus far. And I'm just trying to get the people around us that have sacrificed and our team. We, we, we take some time to go and pray and rest every summer. This year we were up in the Kissimmee area at some ranch. And it's a really special sacred time because we just start talking out loud. We start asking God to fill us. And I was trying to get in front of them about, hey, what's happened in the last seven years is remarkable. And if God doesn't do one more thing, I wanna be very, very clear so you're hearing me right. He don't owe us nothing. 
He, like, he don't owe me nothing. God has blessed our house. But I just always around this year get this sense that like, he's just looking for a partner that would say, I'll trust you and believe you. And so I started talking to our, our team and I wasn't sure if I was gonna share it with our whole church, but I just felt led. I said, here's seven things I'm expecting over the next seven years. It's kind of cultural, it's kind of spiritual, it's kind of mindset stuff. But I wanted you to hear it because I know there's people here that are going, you know what, Rich? I don't get to go to every meeting. I'm not here always, or I watch online, but I'm a part of that place. I'm with you heart and soul. And I wanna see God do something in our lifetime that the world would look on and say, only God. So seven things, I want you to write these down if they're meaningful to you. Number one, I said, we're a movement over a meeting. I love gathering, but I'm not just gathering to give information. I'm not just gathering just to teach simple, because we're a movement. God's called us. We gather and then we scatter. We come on Sunday, we get filled up to go get spilled out. You are the church. Go be the church on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Go be it. I said, it's trust over clarity. Next seven years, I'm expecting God to raise up and bring some people into our life and into this community that are just going, we trust, we trust, we trust. I wanna die with some confusion in my life. I don't want God to make it all make sense every step of the way. I want to actually operate in faith, saying, Lord, I trusted in you. I believed you were a good God. You didn't have to make it all clear. You didn't have to have every spreadsheet. I desire clarity. We're going to try to bring you clarity, but man, some of this stuff just requires trust. So I want us to operate with courage over fear. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear. If right away you looked at that and you got intimidated or afraid, that wasn't from God. That wasn't from God. I need some, I need some those of you that have gone a little bit further in your faith, some of you in your 40s and your 50s. We need your faith right now. We need your courage right now. You need to come around this team. You need to come around some of these young people and encourage them to say, come on, what could God do through us? I said joy over sorrow. There will always be loss. There will always be hurt. There will always be suffering. But when we read that beautiful scripture in the book of Nehemiah, man, it wasn't because they were so happy that he said the joy of the Lord is your strength. He was telling them to make a decision as they were just halfway through rebuilding those walls that the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's always gonna be something to cry about. There's gonna always be something to complain about. There's gonna always be something that we could accentuate that's hurting us. But as a community for the next seven years, I'm expecting that this house will be marked by the joy of the Lord. I said, number five, I said, I'm expecting over the next seven years that this house would be known for its depth, depth over hype. I love that this is an attractive community. I love that this is an easy on-ramp for so many. It's so funny, oftentimes the things that we're criticized about the most are the things I like about our church the most. I think those people are fake. They're out there with those signs, like happy. I'm like, bro, uh, we're not changing that. So uh, I love that about our church. I don't wanna go anywhere in our house without people smiling. Like that place is just all hype, man. Now I believe that in this room, we know the depth and the foundation that God's bringing to our lives. Number six, this is not new, but this is what I, what I speak over the next seven years. It's resources over lack. I told our church when we were in the rescue mission, this church will never want or need money a day in its life. And thus far, the Lord has answered faithfully that commitment and promise. 
I said number seven, it's health over burnout. I'm not just interested in people getting saved, I'm interested in you going on the journey, the long game with us. I've seen people throughout the years start strong with us. This place, I'm here forever. That's a red flag for me now. <laughs> I don't need you to say forever. I just need you to be healthy while you're here. I don't know if you've looked around the landscape. Now, let me just pass to you for a moment. It's interesting times in the church in America. I'm not a church critic. You're never gonna get that out of me. I'm a church builder. I didn't sign up to point out everyone's flaws and failures. But let's speak to the elephant in the room for a moment. There's a whole lot of trauma, pain, pastors failing, churches falling apart, implosion. I know for me in 2020, my entire goal, long game changed completely. The goal is not to be the biggest. The goal is not to be the best. Guess what my goal is for Don Shrigan and I? We wanna last. I have a picture in my mind that one day I'm 60 years old going, the best is yet to come. <laughs> I, I, that, that's, that's what I see. So I got a picture in my mind of couples getting married and being there the day that you dedicate your children. I got a picture in my mind of those of you who haven't met your spouse yet being there at your wedding day, our church being there. I got a picture in my mind of when you're burying people that you love, that our church is there with you, just doing the journey of faith. One of my heroes, Louis Giglio, he said it this way. He said, preach the gospel and die forgotten. I gotta be honest with you. It's sort of my goal. I wanna give it best that I got. When you give in this offering, nothing about my life changes. I'm going to show up to work. I'm going to preach the gospel with whatever facility we got. I think we've proved that for seven years. We're going to rock up and we're going to give it everything we've got. But there is a side of me. When I think about this property here at South Miami, and I think about Samuel, that when he recovered the ark, he said, I'm going to do something physical. I'm going to put a stone in the ground. We're gonna call this stone Ebenezer, the rock of help. I'm cool to die forgotten, but something tells me long after I'm gone that you and I in this hour, in this moment, as we give radically and as we give generously, that we too with this property are gonna put a stone of Ebenezer, a rock of help, that for generations to come, people are gonna drive down sunset and say, how in the world did a church put that in the ground? And let it be a memorial stone of you and I saying to the generations to come, our God is faithful. He's never left us. He's never forsaken us. He's our rock of help. And thus far, he has helped us. Let's put him first. Let's keep trusting him. Let's do this journey together. Thus far, he's carried us. Somebody give God a shout of praise all over this room. Give him a shout of praise. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. Thank you for listening to today's message. At VU, we believe we weren't meant to do life alone. We've been created with a unique purpose and designed to live in relationship with Jesus. If you've never surrendered your life to Him, we wanna create an opportunity for you to do so today. If you wanna say yes to Jesus, would you pray this with me? Dear Jesus, Come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. I trust you with my past. I ask that you guide me in my present, and I even place my future in your hands. I'm yours, Lord. 
now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. If you made the decision to follow Jesus today, we wanna partner with you in the next steps of your faith journey. Go to voochurch.com slash online. We love you.